Welcome to another episode of the Client Experience Revolution. I'm honored to have Miles Burdash with us here today to talk about defining your visual message. So, Miles, welcome to the show. Oh my God, thank you so much. This is a true privilege to talk to you about this subject and share it with your listeners. I do think that this is a topic that they will find very refreshing in their ability to retain their clientele and to market to that clientele. Yeah, absolutely. Miles, you've had a lot of experience in makeup and hair design for TV and film and print. Tell us a little bit more about your experience. Well, basically, I've been doing makeup and hair since I was able to pick up my mother's makeup bag while she was out of the house. And of course, I had the Barbie bust that everybody knows about. And oh, yeah, that's basically awesome. For, yeah, for any little girl that would sit still long enough in the neighborhood would do their hair and makeup. You know, it's funny because I fell into it by accident. Like I was working in a salon and one of my clients was a dancer, actually, in a gentleman's club. And I used to do performance myself at stage production. I used to compete professionally in drag. She was like, well, we need somebody down at the club to do nails or to do hair, but you also have to know how to do makeup. Fast forward, I moved to uh, San Francisco and was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And a friend of mine was a manager at Macy's and he said, why don't you apply for the cosmetic department, like doing makeup on women at the counters? And I was like, they pay people to do that? I had no idea that it was even a job. And, you know, fast forward, went into television and film for a short time and realized that I did not like television film near as much as I liked camera work. Concentrated on my commercial and print work and ended up with agencies in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Miami, and kind of did that for a good solid 15 to 20 years. And that kind of leads me to today. So yeah, it's been quite the journey. It's like usually what I find when I fall into things is usually the best career choices for me because this, what I'm doing now was completely unscripted and fell into it as well. Like I had somebody approach me who was a pretty exclusive coach to people, like helping them define their business model. And she knew my background and she basically said, you know, entrepreneurial women are really struggling with knowing how to get camera ready. And I was like, really? Yes, that's so true. I definitely can uh, help with that. So we started putting this model together. And ironically enough, I'm not finding anybody else who's doing it. So I'm kind of the pioneer, if you will, of this model, like helping entrepreneurial women transition their message onto video. And I'm absolutely loving it. We're in Kelly O'Neill's group together, but one of my first introductions to you was being told by another group member, hey, you have to check out Miles' video series because she's like, I am, is a result of Miles' like her makeup that day. She had been following your video series. So tell us a little bit about that. I'm super, super proud of this video series. And it is definitely offered to everybody who's listening to this podcast. I know that you have that in the post somewhere or a link that they can go to it. But it is bedroom to boardroom to broadcast in 20 minutes or less. I am absolutely thrilled and very, very proud of this four video series. So in the first video, I talked to my audience about why their visual message is so important. So, and in my terms, your visual message to me is everything that your potential client sees about you. So that's your hair, makeup, your wardrobe, and when you're on video, your set design. So that's what I 
help people with in my business. So the first video, I talk about why that's so important because as we've all heard, we have seven seconds to make a positive first impression. Well, when we're on video, that's decreased to less than three seconds. Like you've heard of the whole swipe left, swipe right. Well, people are swiping left within three seconds if they don't see something that they think they want to watch. And that is 100% based on what they're seeing visually because we don't even have enough time to get our message out or even what we're about in less than three seconds. So they're basing that opinion on whether you're somebody they want to listen or watch, you know, how you're presenting yourself and how it might be or might not be in alignment with your brand. So the second video I go into actually my top 10 must have products that you will need to get ready for camera. These are products that I have used for my 30 years in the business and they are all professional products, mostly from one particular company called Makeup Forever. But I do have like little things and lines here and there that are my little favorite go-to items. But for the most part, I really love Makeup Forever because of how it's made and who it's for. And then the third video, I actually talk about the five mistakes I see women making on camera and how to correct them. So I don't just leave them in the dark, right? And then the fourth video, I actually do, a, it's more of a 45-minute demo, but it's a 20-minute makeup application. But with the explaining and training aspect of it, it's longer than a 20-minute video, but people are trying it out and they are getting their makeup done in 20 minutes and they're getting great results. That's been the amazing thing about this. I've had so many people like send me pictures before and after and they're like, this is what I learned from your video. And I was like, that's amazing because I never thought that I'd be able to teach makeup with just somebody watching me doing it and explaining what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. That's the thing that most makeup artists, they'll do your makeup, but they don't explain to people why they're doing it because they want them to call them again, right? I'm training people in how they can be their own professional makeup artists. The goal for me is that you are not going to have to call me again, except to get advice on you know how you can make it even better from what you're doing now. So that's my video series. I'm super proud of it. I'm getting great feedback from it, from you and from other people in yeah. uh, Kelly O'Neill's group. So you are really a specialist in helping women or anyone who wants to define their visual message. Tell us what visual message means to you. Well, my visual message to me is really being in alignment with who your target market is. So the example that I give, if you were a real estate agent, and let's say you specialize in very high-end homes, million dollars plus, maybe two or $3 million plus homes, you're going to present yourself differently than if your specialty was single family homes or commercial property. Because you're talking to a whole different level of people that are at a different place than the average American. So you're going to present yourself differently, not only maybe in your wardrobe, how you speak to them, particularly if you're on video. Like, can you imagine trying to sell a multi million dollar house and you are in a living room that has like an office background that's all messy, nothing matches? You would be completely disconnected from who your target market is. The other example I give is, you know, if you're a fitness instructor and your goal is to attract CEO business type clientele, you're probably not going to look like Lady Gaga in your video. However, if your target market is millennials who <laughs> like Lady Gaga, 
you might want to look like Lady Gaga in your video. So your visual message is really dependent on who you're trying to attract. This has nothing to do with necessarily what how you want to present yourself. It's how are you attracting the clients you want to attract. So it's one thing to have wild, outrageous, fun makeup. You know, there's always a time and a place for that, but it may not be the time and the place for your business attracting the clients that you want to attract. I think this is really interesting too, because I think a lot of people talk about your verbal message and the way that you connect mm -hmm. with your ideal clients in the language you use, and maybe even in somewhat the visual images that you use on social media. But I haven't heard, aside from you, people talking specifically about how you present yourself on video and its relationship with people that are your ideal clients. But I don't hear a lot of people talking about that. Well, the beauty of that statement is, you know, they, Forbes magazine put out a study that only 7% of our message is our message. Only 7% of why people decide to do business with us is our message. 35% is our tone and our inflection, like how we deliver that message. 55% of the decision process to do business with us is based on our appearance and our body language. More than half of why people are making a decision to do business with you is based on how you're visually representing what you're doing. And I'm a huge believer in you are the brand in front of your business. People are doing business with you, whether you're working for yourself or you might be working for a company, people are choosing to do business with you. So you are the brand. And that's actually one of the best books I think I've ever read was Be Your Own Brand by David McNally and Carl D. Seck. That's cool. Yeah, we'll definitely include that in the show notes because I think that really embodies a lot of what it is that you're talking about. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the mistakes that you're seeing people do in their videos. Oh, great question. With makeup and hair, I think the biggest mistake that a lot of people are making is they're just not doing it. They think that they can get away with this whole authenticity. Like we've gotten into this age where we think that reality TV is reality. I tell clients all the time, I guarantee you reality TV has a full staff of makeup, hair, <laughs> and wardrobe stylists on it. Those people are not dressing themselves. They are on camera with makeup on, even the men, because it's the lighting that washes people out. So that's the reason that you need makeup in the first place is because the lights are going to completely wash you out. The makeup is actually used to bounce information back to the camera. It's all this scientific stuff that probably would put your listeners to sleep, but there's a whole science behind makeup and what it does for the camera. And it's based on the light. So the kind of analogy I give people is if you've ever been to a live play, you've seen people on stage and you're like, oh my God, they just, look, they look great. They look natural. And then you'll see them in the lobby at the end, shaking hands and you're like, whoa, you've got a lot of makeup on. And yes. that's because... The lights toned it down to a point where they looked like they were wearing nothing on stage. Had they been wearing nothing, you wouldn't have seen them at all. 
<laughs> so that is the same principle for makeup on video. It really depends on the lighting that you're using, which is what I go over with people. So we tailor their visual message to like what equipment they're using because that is the big determining factor. And then the other mistake that I see people making on videos today is probably sticking with trends when they shouldn't. And this goes back to the knowing who your market is. For an example, like the big drag lashes that everyone's wearing now, those look great sometimes. Save that for the weekend when you're going out to the club. But if that's not in alignment with what your brand and what you're trying to sell and who you're trying to sell it to, you probably shouldn't be wearing them on because they're going to be distracting. People are only going to kind of focus on that. Like perfect example of that. I did have a phone interview once with a coach, like a Zoom call. And I was not really interviewing him, but finding out more information about the package that, that the company offered. His office was so messy and I couldn't listen to anything he was saying the entire time because my mind was like on the stack of papers in the background and the dusty fan that was on top of the tape. I was like, I'm not giving you this much money. <laughs> You're like, right. Your visual message is horrible. Like, so that's how people react. Like if they're not looking at your background, you probably have a beautiful, perfect background because they're not spending any time picking it apart. Like you can go on YouTube and see what I'm talking about. Like people just don't take the time to really evaluate what their message is and who they're trying to attract and making sure that that is being represented with what they're visually putting out there. Which is really interesting because part of what you and I both do a lot of is these collaboration calls where we are on a lot of Zoom calls with people. And I probably would not have thought about that before watching your video series. And then, of course, now I do notice it. But the thing that's interesting is it's not that you didn't notice it before. It's that you did it subconsciously and then you make decisions right. about that person. And then it like makes you aware when you do hear this it brings it to your conscious and you're saying, oh, I am paying attention to this. And then it makes you think of like, I wonder what I'm communicating with what's surrounding me. And it's not like a vanity thing. It really is saying, is what I'm communicating visually in alignment with what it is that I'm trying to do to serve people and the people that I am trying exactly. to Yeah. One of the questions that I get a lot is, so you're saying that you have to be beautiful and attractive in order to be successful? No, not at all. I'm saying that you have to be appealing to who you are trying to attract. And that has nothing to do with, you know, our scale of beauty or handsomeness that has to do with how are you putting yourself together? Like, are you wearing clothing that fits your body type that looks flattering on your body type? Are you wearing colors that are flattering on your skin tone? Are you wearing hairstyles that are accentuating your features? It's not at all about you know, somebody's attractiveness, or I personally believe that everybody is beautiful and makeup is only going to accentuate. You know, God doesn't make ugly. That's just my belief. God does not make ugly. I also agree with that. Everybody brings their own <laughs> slice of goodness exactly. to the table. Yeah. You know, there's a little something special about the fact that we are unique. I even think of like identical twins. Even if physically they're identical, you can often, if you know them well enough, you can tell the differences because they right. present themselves differently because they're unique people, even though genetically they're identical. 
So Miles, I like to end the show with a couple questions. So the first one, and most importantly, aside from working with you, which everyone should, if you have questions, if you're interested in improving your visual messaging, I highly, highly, highly recommend chatting with Miles. And like I said, we will include links to his contact information and to the video series, which everyone needs to check out. If you could distill it down to one or two things, the best advice that you could give somebody when they are evaluating their visual message? Ooh, great question. Well, I would say the number one thing to do when you're evaluating your visual message is really work backwards. Like take a look at who your ideal client is and what they may be looking for. And then ask yourself, is that how you're being representing yourself? I think that's the number one thing that I would tell your listeners is to just really make sure that you are aligning your message with not only your brand, but your ideal client. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's so good. And then Miles, what, and it doesn't have to be professional, can be any corner mm-hmm. of your life, but what would you say is the best advice that anyone has ever given you before? The best advice that anyone has ever given me. Don't take yourself so seriously. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are really kind of nervous or scared, intimidated by taking their message onto video. It's really not as scary as you think because people do want that authenticity. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can mess up on your what you're trying to say and correct it and maybe use a lot of ums and ands and, and people are going to appreciate your authenticity. Just be yourself and you can always improve. Like just start doing it and then ask, hey, how could this have even been better? So don't take yourself so seriously. Get your message onto video. That is just a huge market right now. Well, you know, what's really funny is this wasn't on video, but my last podcast that I recorded that hasn't come out yet, I tried to say genealogical, like genealogy. And I said, gerontological. (laughs) And then I was like, do not edit that shit out. That is so fucking gold. Like that is me. Like I'm trying to say genealogy and I say gerontology, you know, like I do love me some older people, but that's not exactly right. But, you know, I think you just have to be yourself. And then, you know, sometimes it's nice to edit, but sometimes it's also nice to just be real. And I like to do that on this podcast, too. I've talked about things like some of my biggest failures or things that I'm struggling with. But I also try to do that, like you said, with video. And I find that on social media, I mean, like you can see the metrics. That's what people are paying attention to is video. Unfortunately for me, the best place for lighting is in my car. So every video is in my car. (laughs) And you know why that is? It's because natural light is really the best light source. It's just so uncontrollable. There's only certain times in the day where natural light really looks good in video. So you don't want to be limited to only doing videos, you know, early morning and late afternoon. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff in my car too. And that's why because natural light coming through the windshield is like gold. Like I said, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine, but it's not something I can't get around. It's where I find the most inspiration and it's where the lighting is the best. So car professionals it is for me. (laughs) Well, Miles, what's the best way that people can find you? Excellent. So always by my website, milesverdash.com. All of my contact information is on there. You can also search for me on Facebook. Official Miles Verdash is my business page. And then also the same official Miles Verdash on Instagram. 
And those are the easiest ways to reach out to me. And please, yeah, send me a private message, ask me your questions. I will get to them as soon as I possibly can and would love to see you on my Facebook page and Instagram page. Awesome. Well, Miles, thank you so much for being with us here today. And this has been another episode of the Client Experience Revolution with Miles Berdash and your host, Raya Gonzalez. Thank you for joining us. 